You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome in. I'm Kenny Ortiz and this is Theology for the Rest of Us. We are recording from the great Mickey Mouse Metropolis. That's right, Orlando, Florida. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out to listen to this episode of the podcast. Stoked to have you today. Excited to dive into the content. This is episode 142, answering the question, are there different degrees of sin? Are there greater sins or lesser sins? Or or maybe an easier way to state the question would be, are all sins equal? Great question. Excited to answer it. Before we dive in, I want to give everyone a quick heads up about another podcast we just recently launched called the Student Ministry Podcast. If you are a youth pastor, youth ministry, youth worker, young life leader, small group leader, anyone who's investing in the lives of teenagers or young adults or college students, this podcast is for you. It's designed to be a source of encouragement, wisdom, as well as some tools and resources. So I want to encourage you to check that out. You can go over to the website. It's studentministrypodcast.com. All right, let's dive into the content for this episode. Are all sins equal? And the answer is no. Now, I know that might surprise some people because I think there is a a prevailing fault within modern Christianity and modern North American evangelicalism, uh, this idea that all sins are equal. And that's actually not true. Uh, The reason why people believe that is because in the book of James, in the New Testament, the little brother of Jesus is writing and he teaches us to be guilty of one part of the law is to be guilty of breaking all of the law. Like if you lie, you're also guilty of being a murderer. And if you murder, you're also guilty of being, uh, you know, uh, guilty of lust. And if, if you lust, you're also guilty of being a, a covetor and guilty of, you know, the sin of covetousness. Like it doesn't matter what sin you commit. Even one sin is so wicked and so vile. Even one spiritual crime, one betrayal, one sin against God's holy, righteous law is enough to condemn you to hell forever. So if you're guilty of one sin, you might as well be guilty of all of them because even one sin is deserving of the full wrath of God. And I know some people are like, that doesn't seem fair. That seems crazy. You know, it's because you don't understand how holy God is. God is so holy, so righteous, so perfect, so far above us, so majestic, so beautiful, so perfect that even one sin against him easily is deserving of the full wrath and vengeance of anger of God. You deserve punishment for all of eternity. You could suffer in hell forever and still not suffer enough to pay back what you took from God when you sinned against him. So James is making the point that when you're guilty of one, you're guilty of all of it because you're guilty of the highest sin possible. Even one, whether you sin once or you sin a billion times, it doesn't matter. You are guilty in the eyes of of God and you are in need of a rescuer. Now, that sounds extreme and that sounds harsh. And I think when we when we understand that truth and when we hear those words from James, it leads us to believe well, that all sins are equal. And that's actually not accurate. 
Every sin can condemn you to hell forever, but not all sins are equal. Some sins are worse than others, and some sins, when they are worse and when they are committed, they end up causing more damage in your life or in the lives of other people. In 1 Corinthians, the Apostle Paul talks about sexual sin being an, an inward sin. Like all other sin is outward, and it's damaging to other people and damaging in an outward way, but inward sin actually wreck, wrecks your soul. And so in some in some capacities, sexual sin is viewed as worse than all other sins because it wreaks havoc on your soul in a way that other sins do not. Now, there's one particular passage of scripture I want to mention to you. That Jesus is talking to Pilate and he says this. He says, you could have you could have no power at all against me unless it has been given to you from above. Therefore, the one who delivered me to you has the greater sin. John 19, 11. Jesus is making the point to Pilate. When, when Jesus is standing before Pilate, and Pilate's like, dude, don't you know I could have you crucified? I could have you executed? And Jesus is like, you don't have any power unless it's been given to you by my Father. The only reason you have any power on planet Earth is because my Father, God, gave it to you. But then Jesus tells him, listen, yeah, the sin you're about to commit against me is wrong, but the sins of those who delivered me to you is even greater. The sins of the Jewish religious leaders who rejected Jesus as the Messiah, the sin of Judas who sold him and betrayed him or betrayed him for, for money, um, all of those people have sin that's even greater than Pilate. And Jesus make the point, there are some sins that are worse than others. There are some sins that are more vile than others. Now, even the lesser sins have the ability and the potency to condemn you to hell forever, but there are some that are greater than others. Even in the Old Testament, there's there, there's a recognition, that there's a difference between different sins, like manslaughter and murder are distinguished in the Bible. Right? Manslaughter is when you unintentionally kill someone. Murder is when you intentionally or premeditated uh, in, you know, in the in the killing of another person. That that is clearly there. There's a clear difference in the Bible between those sins, and one is worse than the other. You know, in the last judgment of the unsaved, everyone will be judged based on the book of works. You know, Revelation twenty twelve says this. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged according to their works by the things that were written in the books. The book of Revelation is telling us like people are judged on some of the worse or lesser things they do, the, the good or better things that they do or don't do. Like That's what's clear to us in the scripture. But here's the bottom line. No matter what sin you've committed, if you turn to Jesus Christ for salvation, if you confess your sin to him and you ask him for forgiveness, if you genuinely believe that he has the power to forgive you and you ask him to do so, he can forgive you and he will forgive you. If you call upon God for a pardon and for justification, he will not send you to hell. He will give you eternal life. God desperately loves you and he wants to forgive you. He wants to rescue you. Turn to him. Are all sins equal? No, they're not. Some are worse than others. Some wreak more havoc on our soul than others. Some have more impact in our world than others. Some have more damaging impact on our relationship than others. Different sins impact our lives in different ways, but ultimately all of them are equal in this manner, that all of them have the ability to separate you from God for all of eternity. But God loves you so much that he made a way for you to be rescued for the consequence of your own sinful actions. If you trust in Christ, you will be forgiven. Friends, I encourage you to do that today. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Hope this has been insightful and encouraging. If you have a question or a topic that you would like me to address on the podcast, shoot me an email. 
The address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.